Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us for part two and the conclusion of a great discussion we're having with our good friend Tom Donnan. Uh, if you missed any of the first part, you need to go back and listen to the preceding episode because Tom has covered some things. We just don't have time to go back in and cover them all over again. But in a nutshell, Tom has had some unique dreams over the years that basically the Holy Spirit has given him and they are coming to pass. And his his ability to, to decipher these dreams is outstanding and unique and i don't want you to miss anything if you missed the prior episode you need to go back and listen to it just to catch up because now we're transitioning into what's happening in the middle east specifically israel and this also has prophecy written all over it so without further ado let's jump back into the conclusion of today's interview with tom don i mean you know when you look at that because you just about you know putting throw money at the problem as long as you throw money at the problem we, we're good you know and you know, these uh what's the the what's the name they're using uh immigrant free zones or you know something like that yeah uh, sanctuary cities that's there it. you sanctuary go cities yeah and they say okay so if we go to chicago if we go to new york we go to philadelphia they're going to give us jobs money housing let's go you know so you know because yeah, we'll, we'll throw money at it. Like all of a sudden, they come up with another billion to, to help. The, so people are saying, well, shoot, give us some of that, too, because they want the money. You know, they want the better life. I don't I don't disagree that, you know, living in poverty in the United States is like being, you know, king of the ghetto wherever they're coming from, okay? Uh, because some of these places are horrific. I wouldn't want to live there. So I can understand why they want to come. But you have to understand why they can't come <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. You know? I mean, there was a time, I think they allowed, what, a million people, you know, or something like that, a year immigrating to the United States. Now we're getting, you know, three million a year just flooding across the border. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. But, you know, going back to how that relates to Gaza and all that, throw money at the problem. Here's here here's what'll bring peace to Gaza and Israel. We'll throw money at the problem. We'll we'll give hundreds of millions of dollars to Gaza, right? But it wasn't used to make life better. It was no. helping them to arm for this conflict that's happening right now. Yeah. You know? and, and these are all biblical events. Are are we we're seeing ourselves being set up for the end time. There can be no argument about it. And, and the war in Israel, you know, you, you put a video on that. Uh, you know, we're watching prophecy unfold right before our very eyes. Yes. Yes. The hard part is, is, is the human uh, human cost that is going on. You know, the devastation. The people that are in Gaza are, are pawns. They are being used. 
They're being used to try to uh, move an agenda forward. And it is terrible. You know, I like the uh, the quote that uh, Trump had said, you know, he says, stop the killing, right? And so when you have a war, you're going to have people who are injured in a variety of ways. And it's, it's gut-wrenching to see these things taking place. And so, but we are told that this is going to happen. No, until there's that climax where somebody steps in, just like you said, and says, listen, I got a plan because this guy has like superhuman knowledge, which comes, you know, to like AI. You and I could talk on another whole program on what's going on with AI. It's just so incredible. But yet somehow this person is going to have a, a way of being bringing the, the factions together to create peace, like you said earlier. But the intensity of bringing it to that point is what we're watching happen now. So, you know, the, the how would you say, it? the current state of, that is on people's minds is this beginning of World War III, because you see all these major militaries that are converging. Oh, and what do you think about, it's almost like there's a blackout on news. No? Yeah. Uh, on my, uh, on the YouTube, where I go and I, uh, usually you have the news streams, you know, like I like to have a variety of their on there so that you subscribe you subscribe so that they'll show up well they're not showing up right <laughs> i have to go over to the subscription link and click it to get them to actually show up you know and then i i click on news and i'll get eight things and then the stream stops right what do you before you could have like endless pages of news <laughs> now you get eight and yeah. so the thing is that you have to like really hunt for the information because it is being um uh held back yeah that's right. right that's right so you don't they don't want you to see what's going on with the chaos in in europe with all the dissension that's going on there you no know, and people being uh arrested um just for having their faith and in a woman praying and out on a street in front of uh i think it was an abortion clinic um she was praying uh silently and they asked her what are you doing she says well i'm praying you're arrested you know you can't do that on the on the sidewalk i mean it's like getting absolutely crazy so um where does it stop i know my head my head just kind of like explodes because it's it's like we're watching our dis our society collapsing yeah. before us yeah. I, I watched one video and i didn't list it where this person goes uh, nothing gets done when you have a woke meeting, right? So then they showed you a video where they're having some kind of like a council room stuff. I don't know if it was a council, but it was some kind of meeting that was going on. And person after person saying, listen, I can't concentrate on what they're saying because all those people around me are talking, right? And then the next person comes up. Well, they used the wrong pronoun, you know, and then somebody else comes up. Not, nothing's getting done because of the, the, you know, like fighting for my rights, these rights, I don't know what they are, you know, and so nothing looks like getting done. And then I would, all of a sudden on my feed start showing up this stuff about um, what's happening with the women, you know, story after story of a woman that says, I divorced my husband and I instantly regretted it, right? Because our society is feeding them, feeding them that they're going to be okay on their own. No. And so they decide, well, the grass is going to be greener. I'm going to be able to take care of myself. And all of a sudden they realize, oh, man, I made the biggest mistake of my life. You know, and then you have the, the women that are going on in, in about their career and they get to about 38, 40 years old. And they realize, well, wait a minute. I, I actually wanted a family. And now I'm in an age where the the pool to pull from is so narrow 
that now they're thinking to themselves, I may live my, my life alone. And they're thinking, I didn't sign up for this. But they, they buy into these things, and now they're starting to realize that their life has been damaged. And then you have these entitled teenagers that are going all over the place, and then you have the, the crime that is going on, and then the shootings that's going on. It, and it just doesn't seem to ever stop, because the society, this uh, social experiment that they've been going on, that's right. has now gotten to the place where there's nothing but chaos. And in that chaos is usually where people exploit it for their own agendas, you know? And so now uh, let me just throw this in because uh, I have my suspicions. And that is, is that uh, in the next election, you know, for the Democrats, it doesn't look good, right? Because uh, people are starting to realize, listen, we've lost major cities because of this. We've lost states are ruined because of this. You know, so uh, they're not going to want to give up power. They, exactly. they got they got some kind of plan that we're not privy to yet, right? But they're going to come up with some way to try to keep themselves in power. And I'm concerned because it's probably not going to be good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's all about power. It's not about politics. It's all about power. You know, like I said, you can go back just you know 40, 50 years ago. You know, Ronald Reagan and uh, I uh, can't remember who the Speaker of the House was right now. But, uh, you know, arch enemies, politics. But then they go out and have dinner afterwards. And sit there and talk, well, you know, we really need to do something. Well, you know, we, I can try and get this across. Okay. But then the next day they get in front of television, you know, reporters and stuff. And they're spouting their political stuff. But yeah. behind the scenes, they're actually being polite towards one another. And, and okay, well, let me try and work this through the house for you. If you can get the Senate to go along with this, then we'll be all right type thing. And, you know, yeah. they, they'd work together. Yeah. That's going across the aisle. You know, yeah. now that aisle is a great big old, you know, Valley gorge down there, yeah. you know, and, and the only way to go across is on a tightrope. And boy, if you just slip one time on that tightrope, you're done politically, you know, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, but it is. You know, we, we have, you know, all of, you, know, you mentioned a few minutes ago about AI and stuff. You showed me a video about <laughs> kill switches being required to be installed in cars. What is going on with that? Oh, gee, doesn't make you sick. I mean, behind the scenes, you know, I just heard something the, uh, on a video. Yeah, it was an interview with, uh, you know, I'm going to use President Trump. I know he isn't popular, but the man says stuff that makes sense. No. And it was, his philosophy was to the world, you kill our citizens, we're going to come for you, right? Which is a very important message, right? But then within our own borders, we got people setting up rules to govern us in such a way that if we don't comply with what they want, then they'll start taking stuff away. So it comes, I thought, oh, I can't believe that they actually did this. This is what's going on in my mind. I can't believe that they're going to do this, is create cars with an with a kill switch. You know, okay, so they always say, well, you know, is there somebody who is drunk driving or, you know, they always use the good excuse. And, you know, the slippery slippery slope right now is like, you know, like 85%, you know, it's like, whoa, it goes, you go down fast. So I'm thinking, oh, gee, I wonder where this could go. Every car will have the built-in, a kill switch. And then they'll start with these smart cities, right? So that if you go beyond your designated area without permission, the kill switch will automatically go in. I, now, this is my own thoughts and opinions, but it's not a stretch. 
because they're talking about these things. So, yes, can you imagine? <clears throat> well, uh, things happen. And sometimes uh, I've been watching a couple of videos where uh, somebody has been pulled over because their car was stolen, right? Well, it wasn't stolen. The, the car that is in question wasn't stolen. So the thing is, is that it goes downhill from there. So the thing is, is that uh, if you have this kill switch ability, no, then eventually it's going to be used against you. There's got to be, there's got to be some kind of bringing it back to, to the Constitution, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is the yeah. thing across the board, across the board, everywhere. Got to come back to the laws that were actually there for our um, civil rights, for our human rights to be able to be exercised. But this is just another chip. This is the other chip that they're saying that, okay, we need this in order to be able to, to watch out for you. No, no, it's it's to, to control you. They're going down the road. So we have a deterioration of society across the board. Mm -hmm. No. And so that's where it becomes a concern because it's not going to end well. Uh, it's not going to end well for people like you and I, because you know what the, you know, there's uh, 70 million deplorables out there and, uh, and I fall into that deplorable range. No. And so there's going to be continued restraints. And this is a huge one, a huge one to have a kill switch put in there. You know, like, remember that, you remember that just recently where that uh, gun safe, um, they called for the uh, password from the manufacturer, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the, yeah. the safe owners, the safe owners realize, wait, you put a back door, back door <laughs> into my safe? You did what? You know it, it drove them crazy. And of course, they took a hit for that. But this is the same thing. They're putting a back door into your car so that they can, for whatever reason, stop you um, because they just have want a, a yeah. want to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at the advances of technology, you know, uh, the telephone. Well, then they figured out how to tap telephones, uh, you know, the computer and the internet. And they figured out how to see what you're looking at on the internet. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have Alexa in my office here as well, right? And she's listening to me right now and sending all that information to Google, you know? I mean, yeah, so every advancement, they find some way of trying to control what it is you're doing, you know? And everything I just said, Google probably heard right now. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I mean, it's just it, that's the technological advancements that accelerate us towards the end times yes. to control yes. man cannot buy or sell unless they have the mark of the beast you know oh and man got this new government cryptocurrency you know that's trying to be pushed out and that's going to control how much you make when you can spend it how you can spend it how much you can spend you know yeah. It's no longer your money. They're giving you permission to use a portion of it. You know, uh, oh, you got $10,000 in your savings account and you want to buy a computer that will allow you to do X, Y, Z. Nah, we're not going to let that happen. You know, I mean, it's, it's you know, here we go. And again, all this ties in with what we're seeing right now in Israel because it all ties together. You know, we talk about AI again. I mean, you got... That chat GPT, which I've used, it's great, but, you know, it's still artificial intelligence. And there's a lot of people now advocating that, you know, the continual 
improvement of artificial intelligence is actually going to destroy humanity. I mean, could this be the influence of the Antichrist? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. But let's, uh, okay, so two things on that. All right, so my mind is kind of like going all over the place now. And that is, is that um, I was watching a, a little video just the other day. Of course, I was on there this morning looking for breaking news, that kind of thing. But I think it was yesterday where this woman proudly came out of, like, let's say a grocery store. And she said, I paid for my groceries with my palm. You know, I'm thinking, oh, wait, wait, that's a biometric password. Once somebody has that, they got it forever. I'm yeah. thinking, oh, this is like crazy here. No. And then you have this thing where we talked about this maybe once or uh, two programs before about how now with the AI and the GPT-4 and moving towards five, how they can actually listen to your voice and then project any kind of statement they want using your voice. And then also connected to um, video. Right. Well, they just got that. Right. They just got it because uh, it showed up with Tom Hanks. So Tom Hanks is somewhere else in the world, and all of a sudden he gets the information. Hey, are you endorsing this product? And he says, "What what product?" You know, and he goes, "No, I'm I'm not endorsing this product." Yeah, you're you're endorsing this product. You know, somebody made this this new AI commercial of him doing it, and he had no idea, and it was convincing. So what is this going to do in our society? It comes back to the Great Deception. It, this is just the beginning. This yeah, kind of stuff is going to be everywhere. You're not going to be able to know what to believe. You're not going to be able to know what candidate to believe. You're not going to be able to, to understand unless you're actually seeing the person face to face. Then you you know beyond a shadow without that this, this. Okay, that's true. But after that, everything now that's going to be created, it has to be with um, uh, examined to be able to make sure that it it is absolutely true. Yeah, amen. That's right. And, and those videos are getting easier and easier to make. That's the bad part. It used to be, you know, wow, this is some really, you know, they really worked on this. Now a 12 yeah. year old yeah. can do it in like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you and I couldn't do it in two days, but the 12 year old could do it in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh man. All right. Yeah. So another one that was very disturbing in watching how this is progressing you know, and this guy, the scientist, um, was talking about how uh, the GPT jumps are like the Richter scale jumps. Every time you jump a number, it the magnitude increases by 10, right? Okay. So he was talking about how GPT is right now about this, this, the equivalent of the IQ of Einstein, which could be pretty scary. With that, it jumps really quick. And he mm -hmm. said that within a few years, the the IQ could be 3,000. Mm -hmm. Now, how does a human being, con you know, contend with that? I mean, you can't even you can't even turn it off. And when I say that is that we have this sidewalk Internet web system where the information can jump from one ring bell to another and That's other right. aptitudes and stuff. I mean, you can't even cut off the Internet without this. Uh, without the ability of having stuff jump anyway. No. So there's not going to be, there's not going to be any kind of containment. This is the part. How do you, how do you contain it now? You can't. That's right. Amen. Amen. You know, and you have a, a YouTube video where I saw that uh, the discussion was about the satanic six. 
Okay. And six signs, satanic six signs of the attempt to destroy the family. And we know that's the devil's whole oh, yeah. plan from the Garden of Eden on oh, yeah. to destroy the godly family. Oh, yeah. Go over that for us really quickly here. Yeah. You know, I this guy came up in my feed. Um, and so I was thinking to myself, okay, I'll, I'll take a look at this. And it went in a direction that I hadn't anticipated. And it's talking about the destruction of the family, the destruction of society, and the feminization of males and the toxicity of the males and and how um, that is destroying us from within. And as they are going through this indication, you know, it started out like in gangbusters. I wasn't crazy about the way that this pastor was was starting out. But then when he settled down and he got into the message, wow, was he right on and on yeah. all this different stuff. You know, even to the point of having, you know, the it's now considered toxic masculinity, right? And I was watching something this morning that was very disturbing about how young women are concerned now when you have a board of six white men that are making decisions. But where in the world did this come to? You know, yeah. it's so um, now you have this, uh, how would you say, patri matriarchal society trying to emerge. And uh, there's this young YouTube woman. I think it's uh, her channel is Pearl something. And uh, she's talking, and she's got a T-shirt and says, "Women shouldn't vote." Right? <laughs> thinking, okay, this one was going in the opposite direction, right? So I was listening to her, and she's talking about how uh, decision making is based on emotions in a lot of situations, and you can't have life decisions, country decisions based on emotions. You got to have rationalization. And so, at the same time that she is on this in society, it's it's going like heads headlong at full head of steam, as they say, for the destruction of men. Now you got these YouTubes where this woman, they go up to the woman on the street and they said, uh, uh, do you need man in, uh, a man in your life? She goes, no, I don't need a man in my life. And then they jump to skyscrapers being built and guys walking down beams. And and uh, what do they call those? Uh, the guys that are on rigs, you know, um, oh, I can't think of the name right now that are help drilling the pipes, yeah, you know, and they're, yeah. they're using their muscles and all kinds of these things where men are used to build society in the world around us. No, we don't need men. And I'm thinking, <laughs> well, this is where it's kind of like chaotic. And why do people buy into this stuff? Yeah. No, I don't understand yeah. this. So this, this guy is laying out how males are being targeted and destroyed by just using words you know, uh, to be able to, to misdirect yep. people. And that's where it gets scary because this is propaganda yep. and this is, and people are buying it to the point where somebody, just a, a billionaire just finally told Harvard, he says, listen, I'm not giving you any more money. You guys crossed the line now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And so it's a, it might be a little too late because we got a lot of people that have already been indoctrinated and educated yep. to think this way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you talk about, you know, these pro-Palestinian protests and all that stuff, you know, and that guy from Harvard is like, you know, that's not what I want my money to go for, you know, and yeah. that, you know, but yet the students, you know, the, I was watching an interview with some uh, Israeli students that were huddled in the, the library trying to be protected from this mad crowd. You know, and, and that's society collapsing all around us. You know, this, there's a spiritual awakening that has to happen in order to counter this decline because right now anti-Semitism's on the rise. I, you know, I am, I, I almost broke down crying in my, my men's Bible study last week. It wasn't a pretty sight, mind you. 
All right. Because I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated to beyond belief. Our society is going around, you know, it's collapsing. They're saying racism. Every time you turn around, it's racism. But then you've got racism coming out of their mouths mm -hmm. against white people, against Jewish people, against other other minorities, because they they just don't fit their narrative anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and I am so extremely frustrated because we need the goodness of God in human beings across the country. No, yeah. and without that, we're not going to see a change because when the Holy Spirit comes in us, the goodness of God comes in us. His love comes in us. He challenges us to become more Christ-like. No, and in Christ-likeness, we get the abundant life. And that isn't what's happening. We're getting more division all the time. We're getting destruction all the time. And I, I'm like beside myself because I've been laboring, like I said earlier, in the time that we had before the interview. I said I've been laboring in a ministry for 15 months. And not making any headway. Uh, it's like, okay, how come? How come there's not any headway going on? The spiritual warfare seems to come in like a pounce and just squash any kind of spiritual life that's taking place. And it just frustrates me to the point where I'm thinking, oh, Lord, you know, I got family. I got children. I, I, I have a stake in this country. And yet um, it's going, as they say, the hell in a handbasket. Now, I'm not sure what a handbasket looks like with hell in it, but you know, we're we're having we got Take trouble. A look around, that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's yeah, it, you know, when you have after World War II, the whole world was adamant, we will never let this happen to the Jewish nation again. You know, but here it is. It is happening all over again. And and I, I interviewed someone and he gave a great analogy and he said I'm trying to remember exactly how it was he said how crazy these Palestinian protests are you know you got the silence of the administration I seen you know uh, they were asking the the public affairs lady for the White House said is the president going to come out and call these protesters pro-Palestinian protesters uh, you know radicals or you know domestic terrorists or anything like that extremists would he use the term extremists and yeah. he goes no they're just expressing their opinion we're not going to use those labels and stuff like that you know so the silence of the administration the silence of the liberals the silence of the media it's just astounding i mean yes it is yeah and, and he gave me this example he said what would the media reaction be if let's say a group like the proud boys or the kkk would have shut down the Brooklyn Bridge or held protests like we see now in support of those cops that beat George Floyd to death. You know, mm -hmm. how quick do you think law enforcement would have run in and just arrested the whole bunch of them? Yeah. And, and I mean, it, you know, that would never have happened. They would not have allowed it to happen, you know. But the media, you know, with the media would just say, oh, no, 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 let them go. They're just expressing their support for stuff they believe in. That's all, you know. That's their right of free speech, you know. No, you know, they'd go in, shut it down with force, if necessary, just to demonstrate that we're not putting up with this stuff. But yet, here we are watching, you know, major universities just going off the hook. Yeah. supporting the murderers of innocent people yeah you know this the babies beheading babies and i mean it's just terrible but that's a sign of the times well Amen. 
Well, okay, so let's kind of like bring it in, bring it into perspective a little bit better. You know, when the World Trade Centers was uh, the planes flew into it, right? Okay, we have never seen footage of the people who jumped. You might have seen them falling, but there was uh, one. I remember uh, firemen were taking people out of a building, and they said, "Whatever you do, if you hear anything, just look forward. Do not look around." because they didn't want the images, and there are videotapes of it, images of people hitting the ground, yeah. right? Because it was horrific. Now we have the same thing where you have the absolutely horrible treatment of human beings taking place, and they can't show it to you, no, because it's so horrific. And yet you have people that are supporting that mindlessly, no, because they're, they figure they're the underdog for whatever reason, no, and uh, it just doesn't make sense to me that this is taking place, and it's it's absolutely heartbreaking. Yep, amen. Tom, we're all out of time, and I'd like you to to pray with someone right now who may be listening to this and realize I need Jesus, and they, if this is the end days, and it sure does sound like it, I need Jesus. Could you do that right now? Oh, uh, you know, okay. So yes, I would like to do that. On Sunday, my pastor did this. He brought people to the prayer of salvation. And as he was doing it, I had a vision. And the vision was a loaf of bread was being um, cut. A slice was being cut off of a loaf of bread. And Jesus is um, the food for life. He is the bread of life. And so he, we need him on a mass scale. Jesus is needed in our lives and in our, our families and in our community. So please, seriously, um, receive him. So let's pray. Dear Father God, uh, I want to tell you that that I am a sinner. I am sorry for the pains my sin has caused you. I thank you for the work that Jesus did on the cross. The shedding of his blood is the only way that I can get remission for my sins. And I pray, Father, that you would please um Bring that right now, that I would be forgiven of my sins, being washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And I would say that I am sorry. Please forgive me. Now I invite Jesus to come into my heart, come into my life as my Lord and Savior. I turn from my sins, and I walk forward in following Jesus with all my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Tom, this has been so interesting. If someone has a question, like to reach out to you, how can they do that? How can they get more information? It would be uh, healing the nation one seven seven six at gmail.com. Amen. You also got some free books still available over at Zoe Healing Center. Yes, I do. Amen. I'm going out there this weekend to see the All new right. building that they got going on. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You got a new building now, huh? Praise yes. Amen. Yes. So that's gonna be fun to see. Yeah, amen. I'll put links all this in the show notes below. Folks, our discussion today was not to instill fear, but faith. Faith in the name of Jesus, faith in the Bible, faith in biblical prophecy, faith that none of this is happening by happenstance. None of this is taking God by surprise, but all of this is leading to what is called the end times. And if that prayer you just prayed with Tom Donahue, if that was you, reach out to Tom, let him know, go to church. Amen. Walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Don't be moved by what you see or hear. Be moved by the word of God alone. Period. Amen. Tom, thank you for coming back on the program, catching us all up on, on current.
current events happening right before our eyes. I do appreciate it, brother. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to be able to share Jesus with the world. Amen. Praise God. <sighs> Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Tom, Don, and myself, pass by reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.